Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Are you scared of picking up the phone to make a sale or approaching someone at a trade show or on the shop floor? If you're anxious about the whole process of prospecting, your mindset might be holding you back. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. So how do you change that mindset? Sales expert Sue Barrett of Barrett Consulting Group says it comes down to your intention and learning how to prospect well. But what is prospecting exactly? Sue Barrett explains to Chris Ashmore. Prospecting is the function and ability to ignite opportunities with new and existing clients, new markets within whatever communities you operate. It's the ability to open doors and to be able to speak to people about something that might be of interest to them. And so it's a very, very important function in business and in sales. I liken it to the catalytic converter. It is not selling when you're actually in conversation with the client. So it's important that we make that distinction because a lot of people kind of mash sales into one sort of knotty ball of wool. But there are very particular aspects of sales of which prospecting without it, sales won't happen. Mm. Well, indeed, it's very important, but it's not a favourite thing for many people to do, is it? No, most people are a bit anxious about prospecting. There's two reasons for that. One, most of them have never been taught how to actually prospect. It is a craft and a skill, and there is a process in place that you can actually learn and set yourself up to have really excellent conversations or connections with people to ignite opportunity. But the other aspect is that there's over 50 years of empirical research that shows that fear of prospecting, anxieties around prospecting and picking up a phone, even if you know how to do it, can actually stop people in their tracks. We know that compared to non-hesitant salespeople, people who are hesitant to prospect are five times less productive than their non-hesitant colleagues, which is significant when you talk about sales and money and results and revenue and profitability. So a lot of people suffer from anxieties around prospecting. And this is because of learnt beliefs, attitudes and behaviours where they've been told that, you know, selling is bad or, you know, you shouldn't be pushy or don't be rude or intrusive or what if they say no and reject me, I shouldn't have to prospect, it's beneath me. I mean, I could go on and on and on with all the reasons and excuses But what we know is that these myopic, self-limiting beliefs and behaviours basically hold people back and prevent them from getting out there and actually doing good work with others. I mean, as you know, I live by the philosophy that selling is everybody's business and everybody lives by selling something. And so that ability to ignite opportunity with people in a really meaningful and dignified way is an essential life skill in any function. Okay, so then how do you change the beliefs or the mindsets of people so that they see prospecting in a more positive light? Well, firstly, we have to talk about you know, selling and prospecting and people's views and beliefs of those functions and actually present them in such a way that people understand the functionality of them, what they're designed to do. We then have to address people's issues around the intention 
of selling and prospecting. Sadly, most people see these functions as something negative or something, you know, unethical, and it's not. It's your intention that makes these things good or bad. So if you have good intentions, you have something really wonderful you want to share with people, you know you can help them, you know how you can actually make their lives better in some way, shape or form, then you need to actually prospect and you need to have the courage to be able to go out there and talk to people. And so if you know how to do it, And you also understand that not everyone's ready for your opportunity, for your idea, for your initiative, but that you work through the various people that are in your target market. You do it with dignity and respect. You will find there are people ready to want to engage with you. And then those that aren't, if you leave a decent sort of impression with them and then can follow up at a later stage where they may be interested, then you can actually really create great opportunities by working with your customers and prospective clients to actually generate opportunity. So you've got to know how to do it and you've also got to address your mindset and beliefs around prospecting and selling. One of the important tools, of course, for prospecting is the humble telephone, Sue, and you're a big believer in that, aren't you? Well, like the radio that everyone thought would disappear when TV came on board, radio is bigger than ever. Same with the phone. A lot of people hide behind email, they'll hide behind social media, but ultimately, if you want to get in touch with someone, you need to be able to pick a phone up and call them and know what to say. And so I do think that the phone is underutilized and can be very much useful in terms of getting in touch with people. So kind of everything old is new again. Well, any tips then on how to use the phone and make effective sales calls? Well, I think the thing is that think about all the reasons to stay in touch. So firstly, set up why am I actually making this call to this person or these people? I mean, you can even use prospecting strategies when calling friends or family members. So what is your purpose for calling them? So you always have to have a reason for calling and whether it's a client You know, so I talk about things like if you're calling a friend, a family member or a client just to check in on them, I call them care calls. So think about how you're going to set that up. If you're calling a client to follow up on a just made sale or a project in progress and things like that, call them relationship management calls. Okay. If you're calling on a colleague or a client or a prospect stakeholder, etc., they could be called, you know, strategic account calls. If it's a brand new opportunity, they're prospecting calls. So knowing what type of calls you're making, the worst thing you do is not make the call. I mean, if you do make the call, the worst thing they could say to you is no, go away. But you've just got to kind of deal with that and learn from that and understand why they said no. Most people don't want to reject you outright in a rude way. They just may not be ready yet. So again, we've got to weigh up all these sort of situations, set up your calls properly, have a clear purpose, have a compelling reason to speak to them that's relevant to them, and then make the bloody call. Well, whether it's phone calls or other forms of communication or getting in touch with prospective clients or customers, it's something that needs to be done on a regular, consistent basis. Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. I liken good prospecting and selling to exercise and keeping fit. We don't want to leave sales to chance. We don't want to just wait, wait, wait until we feel like it's the right time. You need to be doing it every day, consistently, in regular ways. So each week you should be putting aside prospecting times where you're making calls to key people for whatever reason you're calling. So again, establish those reasons. When you do it regularly and consistently, then your pipelines will be much healthier in terms of opportunities 
because we know not everyone is ready. And someone the other day asked me, how can I shorten my sales cycle? You know, can I bring it back to three months? And I want everyone to be there. I said, well, good luck with that because not everyone's ready to fit your sales cycle. But if you make enough calls to the right people for the right reasons, then you'll find that as you do these things every week, so on and so that people will become ready. So someone who wasn't ready six months ago is ready now, but you're back in touch with them. Schedule those follow-up calls, schedule those sorts of things, but make time every week to do prospecting. And that's how you'll keep a healthy sales pipeline. As long as it's lined up to a good strategy and good propositions and those sorts of things, not splat, it's targeted and laser-like, but do it every week. So I'm sorry, people want shortcuts. They want the simplistic way of running business. There are none. You have to do the work. You have to make the calls. So do it. That was Barrett Consulting Group CEO, Sue Barrett. Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast. Producers are Nick Schilberger, Chris Ashmore, Jeff Waters and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts and Belinda Trimboli. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more B Daily next week. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.